This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Coming up on today's show, our Magic 8-Ball predictions return. What's good, everybody, and welcome to a special episode of the What's Good Games podcast. Typically, your source for video game news, commentary, analysis, and funny stuff every Friday. But this Friday, even though I am still Andrea Renee, and I am still joined by Brittany Brombucker. <laughs> or are you? Or am I? Dun, 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 dun. We are not going to be bringing you any video game news today. Commentary and analysis, yes, but it is our annual tradition of our Summer of Gaming prediction show with a Magic 8-Ball. Oh, yeah. The most reliable source of news (laughs) you will ever get in this industry. I feel like we need to dub the Magic 8-Ball just the profit. The Prophet. Okay, I'm down. The Prophet. So, Brittany, this was given to us, this Magic 8-Ball, and it's been sitting on set for almost two years now because last year we did not do this show. We Uh, did not. We didn't do it for multiple reasons. One, uh, there was no E3 last year. Uh, Two, you and I had both just birthed human beings into the world. Um, (laughs) And so this show did not happen. Um... And Steimer's soliloquy was, in fact, our last episode before our maternity <laughs> break. So we're glad to bring um, this fan favorite back, and we're excited to do this with y'all. We know that we've been talking about what do we call this episode. We still haven't quite nailed down what the title is going to be. But uh, I got a freshy eight ball here ready to ask about what's going on in the world of video games this summer. So, Brittany, you mentioned when we started, uh, before we started recording, that there are a couple big press conference type showcases slash directs slash just digital presentations, whatever you want to call them, happening later (laughs) this week uh, after we record. Yeah, so this the week we're recording this, just for full transparency, it is May 31st. So at the end of this week, towards the end of this week, Sony has their, they're calling it a state of play, I believe. And that's on Thursday. And that's a, it sounds like it's focusing on third-party partners and VR. So obviously, we can't go forward in time and then re-record this and know what's going to happen. So you know what? You probably know more than we do already. So congratulations. You're very smart. It's true. And then on Sunday, June 12th, is the Xbox and Bethesda showcase. Obviously, we're going to make our predictions for that. But also, this week, tomorrow, I think it is, Nintendo is having a Pokemon Direct where they're going to be talking about Scarlet and Violet. 
I can never keep those fucking games straight, Andrea. There's too many of them. I'm the wrong one to ask. <laughs> I know you are, and I love you very much. Yeah, okay, it is uh, Scarlet and Violet. Yeah, so, you know, by the time this episode comes out, it is going to be a good week and a half. So there's a chance that some information has come out. And that's okay. Just feel really smart, like I said earlier, when you're listening to this. Be like, I know everything, and we don't at this point in time. But what we do know, Brittany, is that this month's Patreon producers are Chewy's Godson, Alex Ogopoulos, Ferris Atia, Justin Foshi, Matthew Gaudere, and Punctified. And mm. we will go over Patreon community members and new podcast reviews in next week's episode. But this special Magic 8-Ball Predictions episode is brought to you by HelloFresh, ExpressVPN, and the Geeked Podcast, which we'll tell you more about in just a little bit. So we kind of like to run the show a little willy-nilly. We kind of just jump all over the place. But we're going to try to keep it organized by publisher or platform to talk about our predictions. And we have some fun questions that you guys sent in over at patreon.com slash what's good game. So thank you to everybody for letting us know what your questions are going to be. So Brittany, should we kick things off with Xbox? Yeah, let's kick things off with Xbox. I think Xbox, well, what's interesting, right, this year is now we have the Xbox and Bethesda shenaniganry. What's that going to look like? Who could say it? Obviously, games like Redfall and Starfield have been delayed, but I still think there's potential there to see some gameplay footage. I mean, I hope so. You got to keep the hype going on. Um, but you know, the game that I'm actually just like really excited about seeing more is Fable. I want. Ooh. You think Fable. we're going to get Fable at the showcase? I hope so. I mean, damn, girl, this game was announced in like 2020 and it's been two years and I know it's been going through every game I feel like lately has the rumor of development hell and Playground wasn't technically like accustomed to making open world RPGs. Of course, they can make beautiful racing games, but when it comes to something like Fable, you know, probably quite a bit of a learning curve there. Just assuming I'm not like reporting facts right here. So, Andrea. <laughs> not reporting facts. Okay. <laughs> I want you to shake the eight ball. Okay. Give it like your most forceful shake. Shake the shit out of that bitch. Okay. And ask it, are we seeing, I want gameplay. Are we seeing Fable gameplay footage? Okay. So this is going to be our first official prediction of our show. Shake the shit out of it. Are we going to see Fable gameplay footage at the Xbox showcase? The I'm eight ball says... Down. My sources say no. God damn it. We're not off to a good start. <sighs> wah, wah. All right. Well, that's fine. a that's a bummer indeed. That is a huge fucking bummer. Okay. Well, how about this? Are we gonna see Starfield gameplay? Okay. Are we gonna see Starfield gameplay a ball? My sources say no. Okay, listen, Which, that thing's busted. I don't think the eight ball's right on this one. I think the eight ball is wrong. I think we will see Starfield gameplay. I know that they pushed it back, but I think it has a lot more to do with bug and polish pass than it has to do with the game being done. They've been working on Starfield for probably five years now, maybe even a little bit longer. And I'm guessing that game is like finished mostly that they're just going through now and making all the systems work and, you know, making all the menus look pretty. And like I said, final polish and they just need more time to get it. So it's, not, you know, a buggy nightmare fest when it launches. Open world <laughs> games are notorious for being problematic with bugs. And no open world game has launched without them. Bethesda is notorious for some of their bugs in their games. So I, it's good that they're taking a little bit more time. But that game is, like, ready to be seen. I don't know why uh, they absolutely. wouldn't show it to us. 
No, I mean, that's – fuck the eight ball. That's all I can say. You know, I don't, <laughs> I don't trust that thing anymore. God. Oh, listen, um, eight ball, it's okay. I know we just took you out of the box. You're just getting warmed up. Just getting warmed up. It's I don't want right. to hear excuses. By the time we get to Nintendo start talking about Mother and Zelda, all I know is it better have its shit together. Just I, throwing that out there. Well, listen, eight ball, you heard her. She's not messing around here. You better – you better get your shit together, eight ball. Um, All right, Andrea, what what are you hoping to see at this conference? Well, precedent? I also am hoping to see Starfield because, you know, we've been waiting for a long time. And now with the delay, I think a lot of people are, like, very disappointed that it's not coming out this year. Um, I think this list of games that could potentially be there is really interesting. Um, Forza Motorsport 8 seems like a shoe-in for us to see at the Xbox Showcase. Uh, the Forza franchise overall has been doing amazing these last couple of iterations, particularly the Horizon series underneath the Forza label has been doing really well. So I imagine that we're going to see that. So, eight ball, will there hmm. be a showcase of the next Forza game at the Xbox show? The eight ball says, you may rely on it. Ooh, but see, that's such a cop-out answer. We may. It's like you should, or you need to, or you must. Be assertive, 8-Ball. The 8-Ball's be just being polite. Just, oh. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, eh. No, I'm not particularly, you know, jazzed about Forza. It's not my thing. I do enjoy those games, but uh, the Horizon games, I should say, like simulation racing games just ain't my thing. I'm more of an arcade yeah. person. Um, but a game that I would really like to see is Gears of War 6. I think mm -hmm. that game is going to be really great. I really love the direction that they took with Gears of War 5. And I, while I wouldn't call it like a total cliffhanger at the end of that game, they definitely were like left it for like what's happening next. And right. so they set it up narratively for something big to happen at the beginning of the next game. And I like what they did adding a little bit more of an open world type feel. Obviously, it's not a true open world game, but adding like a little bit of exploration, um, some new mechanics, and I think that would be a really big win for them. But we haven't heard any whispers around when that game is coming or what's happening. So this feels like a good, it feels like a good place for them to drop a teaser for it, especially since you know Halo is out the gate and now they need another big shooter um, in their first party label, though. You know, that Activision deal isn't quite done yet. Call of Duty will be going will be going there eventually. So mm -hmm. Magic 8-Ball, will we see a teaser for Gears of War 6? Most likely. Oh, okay. Yeah, 8-Ball. So, okay, okay. I love the positivity. Thank you, 8-Ball, for not <laughs> being a, such a Debbie Downer. Uh, yeah, so I was looking into Gears 6. And it, again, if you're going to believe the Jeff Grubb rumors of the world – Sounds like the the thought is this game is coming at 2024 at the earliest. And they recently just posted uh, some job listings that indicates that they are staffing up for what we all are assuming is Gear 6. But an interesting rumor that's going around is that there's going to be a remastered collection that's coming out this year. Kind of like the Master Chief collection. Ooh. Which, yeah, which I think would be neat. But I, I was asking myself, would I actually go back and replay the Gears games? And the answer is probably not. They just don't have that same replayability to me like Halo does. But obviously, I think there'd be a lot of people out there that would really dig that. So I want to ask the Magic 8-Ball, because now I'm starting to feel like I'm on good terms with it. Are we going to see a Gears of War remastered collection? 
Mr. 8-Ball, Gears of War Remastered Collection? Yes, definitely. <laughs> Yay. Okay, cool. I'm just excited because I like the positivity. Um, <laughs> Seems like a big win for Game Pass to put that yeah. on there, redo some of the multiplayer offerings. I mean, I would jump back into Horde if, you know, they did a collection and it was remastered and everything's all pretty and nice. Yeah. I mean, I would love to say that I would do that with you, but, you know, we all know how that's going to go. Um, a game I want to see more of that we haven't seen from in a while is Avowed. And this is the first person RPG from Obsidian. We got a really sexy little tease. I think it was July of 2021 during the last, not the last, but during a Xbox showcase. I can't keep track of these things anymore. But yeah. Um, yeah, like I obviously love Obsidian. I think they're very, very, very talented folks. And I am all about this first person shooter fantasy shit. You know, it gives me kind of like those Skyrim vibes that, that I, yeah, here's the teaser, youtube.com slash what's good games. It looks so sexy. They're really good at what they do. Um, and it takes place in the Pillars of Eternity universe, which is a game I have dabbled in. It was a little too, oh, I don't want to say nerdy because that makes no sense because I'm the biggest effing nerd out there. But it was a little too complicated for me in terms of like the stats and the min-maxing when it came to Pillars of Eternity. But something like this looks like it might be a little more. Look how, look at that arrow. Look how sexy that arrow is as it flies. It's really traveling far. I mean, look at it. And then boom, skeleton warrior in the face, gone. See, that's kind of, I want to fight some skeletons, Andrea. So what I want to know, are we going to see more avowed footage at this showcase? I All right, hope so. eight ball, avowed footage. As I see it, yes. Yay. Okay, good. Yeah, oh, and it's going to, supposedly it's an Unreal Engine 5. That's the rumor. Can you imagine an open world game in Unreal Engine 5? Yes, it would be gorgeous. It's like porn for the eyeballs. My we body is ready. Oh, hello, Reggie. We do have a question um, from Access Oddities. Will we finally see Everwild again? That game looked so cool, and then it just disappeared. So Everwild is Rare's project that we got a tease from in 2019. And here's a little quote about it. Everwild is set to take us to a magical world as figures known as the Eternals, who are said to have a symbiotic relationship with nature. So the rumor with this one is that the game was rebooted and now it will launch until 2023, 2024. Obviously, I don't think we see this game this year. Maybe we see like some tease and a little reminder of it, but it looked really pretty. I remember the colors were very like just gorgeous and it just looked chill. I remember Steimer was a big fan of it because there's little friends called the Eternals. Oh, yes. Let me pull this up so we can yeah. uh, take a little look at it because I'm going to be honest. I do not remember this game at all, but it was in it's the July showcase um, mm. that they did. And it is. It's a really pretty art style. And yeah, I think I just don't remember, yeah, what the gameplay is going to be like. But I don't think we know much of anything. I don't know even if it's really been brought up since this reveal. But, you know, I think anything from Rare is deserving of a of a deeper look. Obviously, Sea of Thieves has been incredibly popular for them. So it's interesting to, to think about what they could accomplish in a game like this, which just seems super polar opposite. And look at the big fluffy walrus eternal friend. I don't know. Kind of reminds me of Pokemon. Like big old Pokemon. Yeah, or he's, he's, he's like a, a cute furry friend, but giant. Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah, this is it. This is all we know. We know nothing else about the game. So hopefully, you know, we'll learn more. So to ask Excess Oddity's question, will we finally see Everwild again? All right, April. What do we got? Hold on. It's being indecisive. It says, 
Without a doubt. Okay. I feel like we're we're good here. I feel like we're getting a lot of good positive answers. Yeah, this seems like this showcase is shaping up to be an interesting set of reveals if the eight ball is correct. <laughs> Which it is. It's, it's accurate all 100% of the time, Andrea. It's known. Yes. I mean, I still like am very confident we're going to see gameplay from Starfield. I will honestly be pretty disappointed if they don't show anything. I'll be like, oh, what about what about Perfect Dark? You know, I'm, I'm just going to say this. Don't really care about Perfect Dark. I know some people are very big fans of it. Never really spent a lot of time with the original. And I think because they've been really drawing out its return after they announce and the initiative has been dark for so long, it's hard for me to yeah. have any kind of enthusiasm or excitement. But I'm ready to get hype if they come with the goods. I think now is the time for Xbox to really bring it hot and heavy with their showcase Ooh. this summer because there's people out there on the internet as per usual just saying xbox ain't got no games sure game pass is full of a bunch of stuff but it's a bunch of old stuff i've already played all those games where are the new games and now of course with starfield being delayed everyone's once again poo-pooing xbox's first party but they have now all of these studios underneath their banner but it's like, when are the games going to be playable? When can I buy them? When can I jump into these worlds? And I think Perfect Dark is also in that mix, right? The initiative mm -hmm. was one of the first studios that Microsoft announced when it went on this mergers and acquisitions spree, you know, for the last couple of years. And they've probably been one of the most quiet um, that we've, you know, looked at. So I think it's time they really, like, pull back the curtain on this. And I think yeah. it'll really help people feel more confident in it given what's happening with crystal dynamics and wake of square enix selling them to embracer group that was part of the news story that crystal is still working with the initiative on this project but you know we haven't really seen much other than that teaser trailer once again lots of teaser trailers um not much of anything else and it's tough i know because i think Brittany, you and i having been doing this as long as we have like to manage expectations and say, hey, we obviously don't want teams to feel like they're rushing their development or their production. But if you're going to announce the game and then you don't say anything about it forever, it kind of is hard to yeah. keep, the, keep the hype train going. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's interesting. And I'm with you with Perfect Dark. I never played the game growing up. It was never a thing. I think for me it's more interesting because it is the initiative, this, like, powerhouse what's quadruple a studio oh yeah i forgot i forgot that about that whole shenanigans <laughs> yeah and i was putting these like notes together about um potential games that might be announced this summer and xbox just has so many and it's it is that interesting thing if right now you know like you said people on the internet saying oh they have no games but i'm just gonna run through this list really quickly because these are the games that you know we could hear something about and this is an impressive list you have Avowed, Forza, Redfall, Starfield, Contraband, Scorn, Gear 6, The Coalition's Unreal Engine 5, which we don't know what it is yet, Perfect Dark, Fable, Indiana Jones, if that is going to be an exclusive. In Exile Entertainment is working on a really cool game, supposedly. You got Everwild, A New Wolfenstein, Hideo Kojima and Xbox, that's something we gotta talk about. Compulsion Games, Ninja Theory, Outer Worlds 2. Like, that's an impressive fucking lineup, but like you were saying earlier, right now it's all like teaser trailers and little pieces of info, but once these games start pumping out, oh man. I think those people are going to shove 
I would say their feet in their mouth, but I think that's the saying, right? I was going to say maybe kiss their own ass or like shove their head up their ass and mea culpa until the end of time. But for now, yeah, it's just kind of fun to speculate to see what we're going to get first. Uh, we do have another question from Jason Billingsley. This is an interesting one. Well, did you well, want to ask the eight ball about, about Perfect Dark before we get to Jason's question? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Toss it out, baby girl. Let's okay. ask a question. So Mr. or Mrs. Eight ball. Prophet. It's the prophet. Prophet Eight ball. <laughs> Will we finally learn more about Perfect Dark at the showcase? Without a doubt. Okay. See, that makes sense. That's the right, that's the right answer there. The All right, eight ball. Okay. okay. Mr. Billingsley's question. Will Persona come to Xbox before Switch? And now a lot of you might be like, I mean, oh, I no, can the- tell you yes. But yeah, no. Okay, there you go. But no. Yes, but no. <laughs> <laughs> but when you say Persona, Jason, are you talking specifically about Persona 5? I think so. I think Persona 5 is, is the one because he had a follow-up question where he was like, Are we, well, will they get the older games first. And I'm like, one question at a time. All right. Yeah. So, so what's interesting about this is April, which was somehow just, well, last month as of now, it'll be two months ago as of the time this podcast releases, someone tweeted the following, Andrea. They mm-hmm. said, I think the April announcement is a game given to Okay, hold on. I don't really care what their tweet is. It doesn't matter. All that matters (laughs) is that Windows, the Windows account, official Windows account replied, and they were not tagged in that original tweet. They weren't even mentioned or anything. They responded with, it's hard to believe it's almost been six years since Persona 5 was released in the U.S. How many times have you played through it since then? Counting Royal, of course. And then they made a little winky face. And so a lot of folks are like, why would Windows seek out this Twitter account and respond to this? Why would they even be putting the persona name in their mouth unless they have something to do with it? And so that's why I think people are starting to be like, oh, mm. or is persona really coming to Xbox? Which would be fucking awesome. I would love it to come to Xbox because I think the more people who can play this, the better. Where I really want it, though, is Switch. It's like where I really want it, though. You know? Yeah. Take my, I take know. my husbandos and waifus with, with me wherever I go. Anyway... So let's ask this question to the Prophet. Will Persona come to Xbox before Switch? All right. What do you think, Prophet 8-Ball? Without a doubt. Okay. Cool. All right. Good job. I still think that, you know, it's not likely to happen anytime soon. I mean, I guess I don't know, obviously, the specifics of the contract that Atlas did with PlayStation, but... It was intimated by industry insiders that I know that no one should hold their breath about Persona 5 coming to the Nintendo Switch. Um, Sometimes those deals are timed exclusives and sometimes they aren't. You know, and I think we agree that it's better for those games to go multi-platform because it allows not only the developer to keep profiting from all of the hard work that they put into the game, but it allows more gamers to get the chance to experience it. And especially when it comes from a third-party developer, it kind of is a head-scratcher why some of those deals are still getting done. They are exceedingly more rare these days than they used to be. But, you know, with all of the uh, studio buying that's happening, I guess maybe someone will just snap the studio up and then that's that. There you go. Yeah. I have this fun one that I think I know we need to move on at some point to other people. Yes, we do. We have lots of other showcases to get to. 
but this one I think is really interesting. So Hideo Kojima and Xbox. So let's go on a little ride here, ladies and gentlemen. So these are just some articles and taglines that I had pulled. So as of April 2021, there's a headline that says Hideo Kojima and Xbox are apparently teaming up to work on a brand new cloud-based game, which would be exclusive to the Xbox ecosystem. That was from altchar.com. July 2021, it was claimed that Microsoft and Kojima had signed a letter of intent stating that they plan to work together on a new Xbox game. And then as of April of last, well, two months ago, in a new update from his, on his premium giant bomb show, Grub Snacks, Venture Beat reporter Jeff Grubb says those plans were still in place. Quote, as of a couple of weeks ago, the Xbox and Kojima deal was still on, he claimed. Andrea, what do you think? I think absolutely Kojima-san is working with Xbox. Why wouldn't he? He has his own production studio. He is a very popular game director. His games do well. And I would, you know, take all the money I can to make all the games that I want. He doesn't seem like the kind of creator that is slowing down right now. It seems like he's got a lot of creative juices, like, in the hopper. We already know that from the show last week that there is work underway, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> on Death Stranding 2, which is going to keep him busy with PlayStation. But I'm sure he's got lots of other things going on. And if anybody could come in and do a deal – with Konami to take the Metal Gear license and give it to Kojima, it would be Xbox because they've got the money for it. But is that what it is? No. Is it the, you know, spiritual successor to Silent Hill that he was supposed to work on? Maybe. Is it something completely different? Who knows? But is he, is this probably legitimate? 100%. Like, all right, profit. Will we see confirmation of Hideo Kojima and Xbox? April. Yeah. Eight ball, give me the answer. It says it is decided so. Oh, I feel like we haven't been rejected from the eight ball since the very beginning. It's which true. Was the, my fable, my fable, and my Starfield. Uh, Starfield. The two biggins. Yeah. It was like, nah, don't hold your breath. Everything All else, right. though, let's go. It's gonna be great, ladies and gentlemen. Don't miss it. Confirmed by the prophet. Yes. Um, okay, so other things, just really quickly. Uh, I definitely think we're going to see more from Hellblade 2. I think that mm -hmm. game is probably coming along nicely. Probably get a gameplay trailer or maybe a teaser, maybe an announce. I think, honestly, maybe now's the time for them to say coming 2023 would be my guess. Is Hellblade 2 coming in 2023? And will we find out about it at the Xbox Showcase? April says... Concentrate and ask again. Ugh. Okay, girl, fucking concentrate. What okay, are you sorry. doing? Um, God, will furl those eyebrows? <laughs> will Hellblade two? <laughs> the Botox working. You can't furl very good. I know the furrow, no furrowing. <laughs> um, get a, a release window at the Xbox <laughs> Showcase. You may rely on it. Ooh. Okay. There we go. You know what I want to see more from is uh, Project Mara. I want to know what the hell that game is. It looks creepy as hell. Mm. We haven't seen anything about it in a long-ass time. Yeah. But we'll see. Do you want to um, ask about it or you want to you you stipulate know, that maybe we'll see Outer Worlds 2? Oh. Outer Worlds 2. Hell yeah. Or do you think that because Obsidian is focusing on Avowed that it'll be a bit before Outer Worlds 2? 
yeah, yeah. I would imagine too. that they don't want to like split the PR for the studio and that we'll see Avowed and not Outer Worlds. That'd and they be also my have guess. Grounded, but that's so different that I think it doesn't matter. But yeah, during the Outer Worlds 2 reveal, it did say they had like pretty much nothing done, right? So I yeah. think ideally I would love to see Avowed first. Um, Outer Worlds 2, I'm very excited for, but I feel like, you know, I just got my fix of that like a year or two ago, whenever that was. Right. So I'm good on Outer Worlds right now. So let's actually, you know what? I do want to ask about Project Mara instead. Sorry, Obsidian. Okay. I love you, but I want to see, will we see more in Project Mara? People. Just a simple yes. Cool. I'm a simple woman. That's perfect. Lovely. <laughs> Wonderful. Lovely. Okay. Okay. Listen, we could keep going because there's so much under the Xbox umbrella, but there are more studios to get to. So let's move on, shall we? But before we do that, I want to let you know that this episode of What's Good Games is brought to you by these fantastic sponsors. This episode of What's Good Games is brought to you by HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it is America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh delivers fresh quality produce from the farm to your door in less than a week, so you can savor summer flavors right from home. Foolproof step-by-step recipes mean a joyful cooking experience and stress-free summers. Plus, HelloFresh cuts back on time spent in the kitchen with meals ready in around 30 minutes or less. Discover seasonal summer recipes like cucumber salad stuffed pita pockets, chicken sausage stuffed peppers, Tuscan spiced shrimp, and so much more. HelloFresh's newest menu release includes Mediterranean recipes that are filled with fresh fruits and veggies, nuts, olive oils, and fiber-packed whole grains for nourishing balance. I've talked about all the lovely meals that Jason and I eat here. Um, thanks to HelloFresh. But the other thing that I love about HelloFresh, I feel like we don't talk about enough, is how it actually, it's it's a really nice bonding experience. So as you know, Jason and I have a one-year-old son and we love him very much, but he just requires a lot of time and a lot of effort. So by the end of the day, you know, we're both kind of tired. We're both kind of, I don't know if cranky is the word, but we also want to spend time together. And I feel like making our meals together is just such a, a chill, relaxed way to be productive and and talk about our day and see how we're doing and there's just something warm and fuzzy about making your meals together and then enjoying them immediately afterwards so you know if you're looking for something kind of different to spice up any relationship that you may or may not have try cooking together and HelloFresh makes it incredibly easy and you just get to do the fun stuff so definitely recommend it from that perspective if you want to try cooking with someone else, <laughs> go to HelloFresh.com slash What's Good 16 and use code What's Good 16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Try America's number one meal kit for yourself by going to HelloFresh.com slash What's Good 16 and use code What's Good 16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. This episode of What's Good Games is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Watching Netflix without using ExpressVPN is like going to a casino and only being able to play on the slot machines. I mean, why limit yourself like that, right? The big money is somewhere else, clearly. So why do you need ExpressVPN to help you accomplish your big money moment? Well, ExpressVPN helps you unlock your digital streaming 
library. And what I mean by that is we all are watching stuff on all of our digital apps these days, whether it's Hulu or Netflix or YouTube. But those companies have these libraries of content that are only available in other countries around the world. So you're really kind of limiting your options when you're only using their settings based here in the United States or wherever country you happen to reside in. Hence, ExpressVPN's ability to open your options so that you can watch all kinds of different amazing content no matter what country you live in. So how does it work exactly? How does ExpressVPN unblock content for you to watch? Well, what you have to do is open up your ExpressVPN app, whether you're on your computer, your smartphone, or any of your other devices, and just change the country that you're in. And boom, when you go to connect to Netflix, let's say, it will recognize the country that ExpressVPN is masking for you. And now you can watch all kinds of cool stuff. It's really wonderful. I mentioned on the show last time that I had finally unlocked Australia with my ExpressVPN to get new episodes of Bluey, but there's also wonderful shows in the UK. There's great anime you can watch in Japan and all kinds of things. In fact, there's 94 different countries that ExpressVPN has their servers in. Not only that, they have blazing fast speeds, so you can always stream in HD with zero buffering. And like I mentioned, it's compatible with all of your devices, whether it's phones, laptops, even your gaming consoles, smart TVs, and more. Plus, it works with streaming services that you might not have explored, like the BBC iPlayer, YouTube, as I mentioned, and so many more. So be smart. Stop paying full price for all those streaming services and only getting a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com slash what's good games. Don't forget to use our link at expressvpn.com slash what's good games to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. And of course, it helps us here at the show. That's expressvpn.com slash what's good games. We're back, everybody. Thank you so much for hanging with us on this magic eight ball journey that we are going on. I feel like we're still breaking in this guy, the prophet eight ball. You know, I do have a better feeling about this prophet than our prior prophets. I feel like this one just is a little more optimistic. You know, I think I think it was a little shy towards the beginning. Yeah. But now, you know, I feel I feel the optimism and, I, and I'm, imp- I'm impressed. Oh, all right. I yeah. like I yeah. like that because we're going into <laughs> the Nintendo Direct. So Nintendo is always putting on breaking my fucking heart well that too um i was gonna say we can always expect them to have announcements to happen in june without fail they don't let us down there we get announcements from nintendo and this year is no different Uh, i definitely expect a robust showcase from them or nintendo direct i should say but are we going to get some of the the big guns i don't know so we just had a nintendo indie world showcase kind of highlighting what's coming out this summer and later in the fall, but they didn't really focus on obviously any of their bigger titles, which is really what we want to know about. Yeah, that's um, true. So, where do you want to start with Nintendo, Britt? I think where we should start is just briefly go over their current release schedule so we all kind of have an idea of what the summer looks like for Nintendo. Sure. Okay, so in June, we have Mario Strikers and Fire Emblem, what I, Fire Emblem Warriors, I think it's called Three Hopes technically. July, we have Xenoblade Chronicles 3. September, we have Splatoon 3, and November, even though it doesn't have a release date, it's going to be Pokemon. Okay, 
so Mario Strikers, Xenoblade Chronicles, Splatoon 3, and Pokemon. That's like our current lineup for the rest of the year. It's not good enough, Andrea. So we got to get some big guys up in this bitch. Breath of the Wild was just recently delayed. So we could actually start with Breath of the Wild, too. So as I said, this was just delayed to spring 2023. Not really a big surprise there. Right. But we do have a question from Tyler Austin TV who wants to know if Breath of the Wild will be delayed again. Um, so, we can ask the eight ball. I don't think so. I don't think so either. But let's ask the prophet. All right, prophet. Will Breath of the Wild be delayed? Better not tell you now. That's oh, ominous. Up? Now's the time to tell us, you jackass. All right. Well, all right. Fine. Fine. Take hmm. your answer. Cop out. All right. Well, well, well. I mean, so, I would be, I, I honestly would be really surprised if it was delayed again. I would too. I mean, even, we're talking spring 2023 is the release date. Even if they are going to, to delay it again, they wouldn't do it this early. I don't think it's a little too early for that. They'd break yeah. our hearts a little further into the, <laughs> Correct. the year. Correct. But I, and, and I like to call the Nintendo segment my heartbreak segment <laughs> because I do this to myself every, and anyone, Andrea can attest to this, I get. I get myself all hot and bothered with rumors and, and fantasies that I know will never come to fruition. But I, I always just, I got to throw it out there. Nintendo is the press conference that always gets me the most hype because I think the potential there, the potential is just fucking endless. But do they capitalize on it? That's a conversation for another time and when we've had many times on this show. But so speaking of Zelda, there is another rumor going around. And it, I think this one has a lot of meat to it. <laughs> what? Even though you put it in Brit's prediction corner of disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did. Oh, actually, no, I'm looking at I'm looking at a different one here. And the, 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 I'm looking at the Zelda remaster rumor of uh, Twilight Princess HD and Wind Waker HD coming to Switch. I feel like this is one, like I said, has a lot of meat and girth behind it. I don't know why I'm using that. That makes no sense. So let me ask the prophet. Are we getting Twilight Princess and Wind Waker HD on Switch? Finally. All right. Twilight Princess and Wind Waker. As I see it, yes. Okay. Wow. Great. Every Okay, we should Okay, since we're on a fucking roll, since that son of a bitch is not denying anything, let me just ask, am I getting my Ocarina of Time remake this year? Is it fucking happening? I swear if this mother if this jackass turns me down after it's saying everything is yes. April. Are you going to make Britney's dreams come true? It is decidedly so. Oh, I'm so excited. Am I getting Mother 3 localized 8-Ball? Uh-oh. The 8-Ball is going to be like, I'm just going to prove to you that I'm worthless. Mother 3? My sources say no. <laughs> God damn it. The eight <laughs> okay. like, listen here. Listen here. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> mother three sources. Okay, fine. Whatever it just said. We're being denied. Okay. Now that I've gotten that out of the way, now we can talk about actual things that may or may not happen. Sure. Um, something that I think will very highly likely happen is Bayonetta 3. Yes. So this oh, is my God. my guess is that because we you know got a recent new look at Bayonetta three, I think that it's very likely 
that we're going to finally get this. Because the teaser, the original teaser for this, if you can believe it, was four years ago at mm. the Game Awards. And then we just got gameplay eight months ago for Bayonetta 3. And this is a Switch exclusive. And I think what's you know important about that is that if Nintendo is delaying Breath of the Wild 2... And there's no word of what's happening with Mario, which we'll talk about in just a second. Then it seems to me a big game like Bayonetta 3 would be really good for holiday push. But as we've noted in the NPD sales over the last 18 months, they're not exactly having trouble selling consoles. (laughs) So do they need to rush out any of these games? Definitely not. So we'll see when this actually comes out. I would like this to come out this year. Mostly just, I just really want to play it. So it just looks really yeah, cool. I mean, that's fair. Okay. What do you want to ask the Prophet? So Prophet, will Bayonetta 3 get a release date in fall 2022 that will be unveiled at the Direct? It says, without a doubt. Woo, it's happening. Yes. Without a doubt, it's happening. <laughs> I, you know, that makes a lot of sense. I think this is more of a fall game than a holiday game. And I would love to see me some Bayonetta action. There's just nothing quite like that woman in this video game world. So, yes. So good. So, uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. I don't... All we're really looking for at this point is a release date. That's all I'm kind of looking for. Obviously, we're getting another look at the game this week. Um... And I'm just really curious to know, is this really the open world game that I've wanted for so long? But, you know, we've talked about Pokemon. Well, here's the difference, Andrea, is they're actually calling this one an open world. They describe it as various towns blend seamlessly into the wilderness with no borders. You'll be able to see the Pokemon in the skies and the seas and the forest on the streets. You'll be able to experience the true joy of Pokemon series. Now in an open world game that players of any age can enjoy. So, okay, like... It's, it's, uh, hold on, I need to take a breath. I'm not going to do this again. Anyway, I just want to know, is this game coming? I know, I already know it's coming in November. Fuck Pokemon, I'm moving on to Fire Emblem. All right. Oh, okay, okay. Andrea, I'm so, you know what's happening, honestly, right now, is I'm feeling myself bubbling and gurgling with so many emotions of like, like, are we, (laughs) is is this actually going to be? You don't want to ask a single Pokemon question? I don't know what to ask. I know what to expect with this fucking game already, Andrea. It's going to be a slight improvement over Sword and Shield. I'm going to be disappointed by something with it, as always. It's going to probably underperform, but I'm still going to love the shit out of it. And I'm going to have the lowest of low expectations, because that's what you do with Pokemon. I want the best, but I expect the worst. I don't even know what to ask it. What do I ask it? Is, it, is there co-op? Is there a release date in November? Of course it's going to be in November. You know? Like, I don't, I don't know. What to, I really, at this point, I don't know what to ask. I don't know. I am stumped. How Maybe about you this? Give a question. Prophet Eight Ball. Will Brittany finally be impressed with the innovation showcased in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet? Uh... <laughs> As I see it, yes. Okay. I think what's going to happen to you is I think 
this game's going to come out. I'm going to say, this is an improvement over this. They do this really well. It is a lot of fun. I still enjoy the formula XYZ, XYZ, but it still has all of these other problems, but it's okay because it's Pokemon and I'm going to continue to throw all of my money at it because that's what I do as well as tens of millions of other people, Andrea Renee. And then next year I'll say the exact same thing and over and over again. <laughs> and that's okay that's the cycle of life here um cool pokemon i mean if it doesn't come out in november i'm gonna look like a jackass but that's fine i hope i love it no right. you won't you won't look like it's... a jackass uh, okay let's talk about fire emblem <clears throat> okay so we have fire emblem warriors three hopes which comes out june 24th which is like you know we've we've seen weeks it. away it's, it's the yeah, yeah, it's the Warriors game. Like, it looks really fun, and I'm really excited for it. They did some new model creation for the characters, and after playing, not Hyrule Warriors, what is it, Age of Calamity, uh, I'm I'm really about these games. I think there, there's a lot of fun stuff there, and especially when they deep dive into the, the plot and kind of expand on the narrative lore a bit. So I'm really excited about that. But what I'm more excited about are these rumors that Intelligent Systems is working on two mainline Fire Emblem games, Supposedly, one is almost complete, and it could release as early as this year or early 2023. Mm. So, oh my god. Uh, yes, I want all the new husbandos and waifus. Prophet. My beautiful, shiny prophet. My plastic prophet of prospection. I don't know. Am I getting a new Fire Emblem announcement this summer? It says, reply hazy. Try again. Ask it one more okay. time. Profit. Okay. Is Brittany getting a Fire Emblem announcement, a new Fire Emblem game announcement this summer? Yes. It says, concentrate and ask again. Oh, my Baby goodness. Girls. Third time's the charm. Furrow those brows. Okay. Profit. I'll shake you gently. Just give you a nice swirl. Will Brittany get a new Fire Emblem game <laughs> announcement this summer? Concentrate and ask again. Okay, listen, Andrea, you're doing something wrong. Okay. I know you're trying to swirl it gently. Shake the shit out of that bitch. Shake it with as much passion as you can muster. Okay. Think about Fire Emblem. Prophet, you know the question. Just give me an it, actual girl. answer this time. Get it, girl. Get it, girl. <sighs> Cannot predict now. Wow. <sighs> This the prophet is very much not wanting to answer your question, Brittany. The prophet is testing our patience. We need to have blind faith and believe in the prophet, Andrea. Just try one more time for me, please. One more time? Or do you one want to wait time. and ask at the end of the Nintendo segment? I feel like you need to ask right now. Right now. Second. Okay. I can feel it in my loins. Okay. It's we're gonna me. do we're gonna do like, it's like, like you're a bartender. bartender. Shake. Yeah, you're, exactly. Bartender okay. shake. Eight ball. <laughs> I mean, technically, you're not supposed to keep asking the eight ball until you get the answer you want. That's not really the way these predictions work. But we're going to do it because you asked. <laughs> My loins need it. Is there going to be a new Fire Emblem game announcement this summer? Ask again later. What the hell? Okay. Andrew, something's wrong with that. The eight but, ball needs fine. a break. The eight ball's like, stop fucking asking me about Fire Emblem. I ain't got okay. I got ain't got any juice for you. We're returning that bitch to Amazon. Man. I'm just saying, we're getting a new one. If you if you wake up tomorrow and that eight ball is smashed into pieces and there's eight ball juice everywhere, you'll know what happened. Oh it wasn't boy. me. Okay, how about we talk about Mario then? That's a fun one. Yes. Maybe, maybe, let's maybe talk about Mario. about Mario. So I feel like we're due. We're due for some Mario goodness. So some of the most recent Mario titles have been superstars, super 
Mario Kart Live, and Origami King, which came out in 2020. It's been five years since Odyssey. We're so due for. Yes, we are ready. So, yeah, I'm ready. I yeah. I'm not necessarily ready for Odyssey two. I'm still holding out no. hope for Super Mario Galaxy three. Oh, okay. So, okay. Well, that's a good question for the prophet. Will we get Super Mario Galaxy three? And if that thing answers you on your first shake, it's rigged. Everything's rigged. It's rigged. <laughs> um, Magic 8-Ball, we know that you don't want to talk about Fire Emblem right now, but maybe you have some wisdom about Mario. Will I finally get the Super Mario Galaxy 3 announcement I've been waiting for? <laughs> yes! <gasps> that motherfucker. Okay, I'm very happy for you. I'm very happy that you got an answer to your question. <laughs> I mean, I don't honestly think. I think it's definitely going to be Odyssey 2. But I still like the I idea not. that Galaxy 3 is still a potential thing that could happen. You know what I want, though, is I want a new RPG. And I know the Origami King came out and all the Paper Mario stuff is, like, fun and whatever. I, I don't really – after Paper Mario 2, I just kind of lost interest in those games. They just haven't been all that great to me. And Origami King, I tried playing, couldn't really get into it. There was that other color one, I feel like, or maybe it was the same one. I don't know. Couldn't get into it. I just kind of want something more along the lines of Super Mario RPG where it's the characters. They're all, like, themselves. It looks a little bit more realistic, and it doesn't rely so much on gimmicks. Yeah, that's just me being a salty fan, but I would love to see a new RPG along those lines. So can we ask the prophet if it feels like answering my question? Sure. Um, are we going to get a new Mario RPG announcement? New Mario RPG? Better not tell you now. <laughs> <laughs> I think you and the eight ball are in cahoots. I think there's something going I on here. I want to know the answer to these questions. Aware. I'm not trying to tell the eight ball to not answer you. I don't know. I'm starting to feel paranoid. All I'm saying, my world around me is I'm starting to view it through a different lens. Okay, that's <sighs> fine. That's fine. Okay, how about we ask it another question? Okay. Um. Okay, because I really liked Bowser's Fury. I thought that was really fun. Can we ask it if we're going to see an announcement for a game that's along the line of Bowser's Fury? Will we see an announcement for a game along the line of Bowser's Fury? So you mean like an expansion? It could be an expansion, but I kind of hope they just take that formula and create a whole new game with it. Okay. Ask again later. <laughs> wow. April is being sassy right if anyone now. To join my petition to ban all eight balls from the world, I'm going to create one change.org and we're going to make a difference in this world because clearly eight balls fucking suck. Clearly, they don't want to commit. You have one literal job, you sack of shit, and that job is to answer my questions. Okay, I prepared for this episode, I put in the work, I put in the research, and now it is your time to shine, and you are failing your duty. I have a hammer with your name on it, and I'm going to take your eight ball juice and I'm going to scatter it to the winds you son of <clears throat> okay. it's okay eight ball i won't let her smash you maybe this is why the eight ball is not being cooperative because you are being so menacing <laughs> <laughs> listen andrea i'm sleep deprived i am angry no. <laughs> um okay 
you know, okay, I do have one more question for it. Okay. <laughs> one more question. We, one more. Are we going to get a new side-scroller announcement? Like a new Mario side-scroller. You know so I mean? Mario like specifically. 2D. Yeah, Mario. Like a 2D Mario game. Okay. Will there be a new 2D Mario game, Mr. 8-Ball? Prophet 8-Ball. Don't count on it. Okay, thanks. Well, cool. at least it answered you. I so. guess. Kind of would have preferred like a... Um, nah. Okay. Well, Do you really Mario. want a new 2D Mario? You know, yeah. Like the little side scrollers for so- I've been craving one of those for a while, and I know we have the new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe, and then you have the Luigi version of that. But there's just something just so nostalgic about those, and the old ones still hold up. But I think when it comes to like the level design, it's always fun to experience new stuff like that. Yeah, um, I feel you. Yeah, or I would even be happy with one of the 3D top downs, like Super Mario 3D World. Those are fun too, like the yeah. party games like that. Yeah. But we'll see. Clearly, April doesn't really answer my question, so that's fine. But Andrea, a Mario game I know you're probably super stoked about is Rabid Sparks of Hope. So we need a release date. I really enjoyed the time that I spent with the first one, but I never finished it. Oh, um, you didn't. So yeah. I'm not sure I'm going to find time to go back and do that before this one comes out. And while I'm excited because I love the Rabbids as characters, and this was a mashup that I think is really a perfect fit for each other, um, there, it's just not blowing my skirt up this time around, but mm-hmm. I think that it will do really well because the first game was, was really excellent. Um, so we don't have a release date yet for this. Are we going to get a release date for Rabbit Sparks of Hope, Prophet 8-Ball? As I see, yes. Oh, it's funny how it answers all your questions. Cool. <laughs> well, you know, you just have to fly down and shake this 8-Ball for yourself, I guess. Okay, you know what? There's a good chance I'll be seeing you next week. Guess what? You what? leave that. You leave it out. Okay. Just leave it out in the studio. I will. Light a candle next to it. We'll see what happens. You got it. Okay. Um, a few quick ones I really want to ask that eight ball, the reliable eight ball. Oh, so reliable profit. Are we going to be seeing a new Donkey Kong game? Because the last one thing we got was Tropical Freeze. That was a Wii U title. And there is a rumor going around that the Super Mario Odyssey team is working on a new Donkey Kong game. So, are we going to get a 3D Donkey Kong announcement? Prophet 8-Ball, will there be a 3D Donkey Kong? Reply hazy. Try again. All right. <clears throat> Listen here, 8-Ball. <laughs> Donkey Kong hasn't had a game in a while, Prophet 8-Ball. It's time. Is Nintendo also in agreement that it's time for a new 3D Donkey Kong game? Better not tell you now. Okay, cool. You know, all right, great. That's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's totally fine. It's wonderful. Okay. Um, one more question for that son of a. I want to know because this is my new my, my prediction corner of disappointment. The last thing I have on here. Are we getting a new top-down Zelda announcement? Something like Link's Awakening. Top-down Zelda. This is in Brit's corner of disappointment. So it is. Don't count on it. Okay, that's whatever. I feel like we're... Uh, I just want some positive answers. Jeez well, Louise. don't ask about the new Switch, because I definitely don't think we're getting a new Switch no. announcement because of the global chip shortage that's still ongoing. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I do think that that announcement's not going to happen either until the end of 2022 or until spring 2023. Uh, I agree with you. I agree. Well, that's 
I feel like I got no answers to any of my questions, but that's okay. Now, you know what? I'm going to be just as surprised as everybody else because now I do not have the definitive answers to any of my questions. Yeah. Well, it's a positive you know, way of looking at it. We'll see just how accurate the eight ball is when it comes to its Nintendo predictions. But let's move on because there's still more video game predictions to go. But before we do that, one more quick announcement from our sponsors. This episode of What's Good Games is brought to you by the Geeked Podcast. The Geeked Podcast is your weekly energy boost of the world's fandoms and stories that you love. Hosted by Princess Weeks, author, YouTuber, and connoisseur of all things Sailor Moon and Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and Tessa Netting, actress, musical theater, nerd, and lover of all fictional villains. Each week, they will break down the top stories in the land of geekdom and then take a deep dive into the lore of Netflix worlds bigger than our own. Worlds like Stranger Things, The Umbrella Academy, The Witcher, and so many more. You'll also get to hear some of your favorite actors and creatives talk about the fun behind-the-scenes tidbits and, of course, what they are geeking out about. This podcast is a must-listen for anyone who is scouring Twitter threads and reading fan wikis, dying to theorize and talk about the new show that they are obsessed with. Interviews include actor Joseph Quinn from Stranger Things 4, Emmy Raver Lampin, who plays Alison Hargreaves in The Umbrella Academy, podcast host and cultural critic Rose Damu, along with breakout stories from Stranger Things and Umbrella Academy, as well as cultural critics and professional geeks that you know and love. New episodes of the Geeked Podcast come out weekly. You can follow the Geeked Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your shows like What's Good Games. And be sure to follow at Netflix Geeked on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Brittany, I know that you have not been having the best luck with the eight ball so far, but maybe now that we're going to be talking about PlayStation, the eight ball is going to feel a little differently about your questions. You know, if that's the case, the eight ball is biased, but that's fine. You know, you know, that's maybe what it is. The eight ball doesn't like Nintendo. It was great for Xbox. Shit all over Nintendo. Maybe now we'll see how it feels about PlayStation. Are you a Sony pony, Prophet eight ball? (laughs) (laughs) Very doubtful. (laughs) Writing that one down. (laughs) Amazing. So as Brittany mentioned at the top of the show, there's a state of play happening this week. Once you're listening to this episode, the state of play will have already happened. So we'll talk a little bit about what we think is happening at the state of play. But I think also what we can include in this prediction is what will happen with uh, PlayStation's announcements for the rest of the summer into the early fall. Kind of what can we expect from them coming later in 2022? Because as I've mentioned on the show before... When PlayStation announces they're doing a state of play versus doing a showcase, that should intimate to you that your expectations should be managed appropriately. Typically, state of plays are more focused shows. They don't have a bunch of giant, big, splashy announcements. We usually only get one showcase a year, sometimes two. And the PlayStation showcases for the last couple of years have been in September. And I think we can probably expect the next PlayStation showcase to happen around the same time. But they do have some stuff that's kind of in limbo. We don't really have announcements on. And potentially we might see some of those happen at the State of Play this Thursday. So, Brittany, what do you actually, like, realistic? Let's start with the realism here before we Uh go into, like, the the hype 
you know, summer of gaming moments that we could maybe anticipate from PlayStation. What do you think we're actually going to hear about on Thursday? I actually think we are going to get some Resident Evil news. Okay. I actually okay. believe this within my loins. So the toss-up, though, is are we getting Resident Evil Village DLC? Or are we getting Resident Evil 4 Remake? Mm. Or are we getting both? Like, that's... I feel like because Sony has made it clear that this showcase is focusing on third party and obviously VR, you close out with Resident Evil 4 remake. And hey, who knows? Maybe you put Resident Evil 4 on VR and Sony's VR. I'm getting ahead of myself. It doesn't matter. Okay. Because I don't know, unless PlayStation has another showcase later this summer, then I don't know when else this would be announced. And there is a chance they do. They just haven't announced it yet. But man... What a hell of a what a hell of a way to kick it off. So I'm gonna like I'm gonna go on with my bad self, Andrea. And I'm okay. gonna say I think we get Resident Evil 4 remake at this showcase. So is the Resident Evil 4 remake gonna fucking happen, Eight Ball? Eight Ball, Resident Evil 4 remake. Better not tell you now. <laughs> oh my god. Andrea, can you ask it? Like ask yes. it on behalf of mm -hmm. yourself. Mr. 8-Ball, Prophet 8-Ball, will you please tell me, will we see an announcement for Resident Evil 4 Remake at the State of Play? Ask again later. Oh, wow. Okay. Dang. Okay, okay, okay. How about this? 8-Ball Prophet. Will we see a DLC announcement for Resident Evil Village at the state of play? My reply is no. Okay. Well, that sucks. Um, I see. Uh, see, I, I think it's wrong. I think we're getting Resident Evil shit in some way, shape, or form. We know they've been working on the DLC. I feel like that was confirmed forever ago when Jace was just like a tiny little potato. Yeah. And the remake... There's, there's, it's happening. Like I would, I would bet everything that it's happening. There's been too many rumors and too much like insider info that I think it's happening. So I'm going to stick with it's happening. So the eight ball can just go kick rocks. So cool. That's okay. fine. I am so excited for this announcement, Andrea, that I have been watching let's plays while I've been walking on the treadmill for the past two weeks. Oh, like I feel okay. it. I feel it. In my, and the last time I got this hot and bothered about something was resident evil Two remake. And the weeks leading up to the announcement, I was watching all the Let's Plays while walking on the treadmill. Your so Resident Evil you. tinglies are happening, is what you're saying. Oh, I'm, I'm tingling all over. All of my nethers are tingling right now. Okay, so. well, let's ask one more time. Eight okay. Ball, are you now ready to give us an answer about Resident Evil 4 Remake? It says, very doubtful. Okay, so I'll wait and ask again later. Um, okay, so let's okay. let's just pause on sure. Resident Evil and sure. maybe take a look at some of these other third-party games that are potentials for us to see in the state of play. So some of these are pretty big names. Now, the one that I want to point out is Final Fantasy XVI. Mm -hmm. So this game is allegedly pretty far along in its development according to some of the things that we've been seeing online from the team and yeah. it also allegedly has a trailer that's already finished and ready to be shown yeah but it 
surprise hasn't been shown yet. Now, I think if we don't see it at the state of play this week, we'll definitely see it at the Summer Game Fest live stream next week. It feels mm-hmm. to me like you want to put a big, splashy trailer, like a game from Final Fantasy 16, in like a big showcase. You don't want to do it as a standalone thing. What do you think? Yeah. No, I, I'm totally there with you. I, yeah, Final Fantasy 16, man, like, it still feels so weird to talk about this game because even though it was, what, 2016, 2015 when we got Final Fantasy 15, it's just hard to imagine that we're actually getting a whole new installment, hopefully, you know, by the end of next year. That would be amazing and a half. But no, yeah. I'm with you. I think this is something that you, so you, we have, so let's talk about that, actually, because we have the PlayStation State of Play this week. And then next week, what's the deal with the Summer Game Fest press conference? So Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest is having its live stream in the vein of his opening night live, right? So he did one last year for Summer Game Fest, but I think it's going to be even bigger this year because there is no E3 digital happening, right? IGN is also doing their Summer of Gaming Expo. And then, you know, we are getting the Xbox and Bethesda Showcase on Sunday. So Thursday the 9th is when the Summer Game Fest live stream is happening. And then we are, I believe the next day is IGN's presentation. And then on Sunday is Xbox and Bethesda's live stream. Okay. 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 Because here we go. I'm reading this thing right now because I had a big old misunderstanding about what that stream actually was. So, yeah, this is a spectacular two-hour world premiere showcase that promises premieres, gameplay demos, and news. And so, yeah, the, the lineup is 2K, Activision, Atlas, Bandai Namco, Bloober, Capcom, Coffee Stain, Deep Silver, Devolver Digital, Digital Extreme, .emu, EA. I mean, it just goes on and on. Yeah. I mean, it's basically so, the E3 stream. So, yeah. So, with that said, now I'm kind of feeling, I'm feeling like my Resident Evil shenaniganry might make more sense for next week's stream, which will be this week's stream when this episode releases. Regardless, whatever is coming, that's all That's all that matters at the end of the day. It's coming. Um, okay, so besides Final Fantasy 16, I feel like, okay, well, here we go. We have a question from Whiskey Jack. Will we get a release date for Final Fantasy 16, and will it be delayed at least once? Okay. Well, Very let's ask people. the first question. Will yeah. we get a release date for Final Fantasy 16? I think we're not going to get a release date. We're going to get a release window. Um, So I'm going to just tweak your question a little bit, Whiskey Jack. Will we get a release window Window. for Final Fantasy 16 in the next two weeks? Signs point to yes. Okay. That, That adds up. That makes a lot of sense to me. Um... Robbie Santry and I have a, have a similar question. Will a new Silent Game, Silent Hill game be revealed? And we briefly talked about this on an episode a couple weeks back about how Bloober is maybe sort of kind of being coy about this game that they're making, which kind of sort of sounds like it's going to be Silent Hill. Didn't they very clearly come out and say it's not Silent Hill, though? They did a while back, but ever, now it's kind of convoluted because I thought the same thing. But since then, there have been some discussions and people have been asking them about it. And they've been really coy about it. They've been like, well, you know, maybe da 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 So it's, for some reason, the rumors aren't dying down. Now, who knows? It's kind of, what's that one game that was out 
that had that huge snafu because people were it, were anticipating if it was Silent Hill or not. It was that indie game. I can't remember the name of it. And people were like, oh my god, it's Silent Hill. But the developer didn't outright shut them down. And then the game kept getting pushed and then delayed. And then it, whatever. It's, I'll, I'll remember what it is later. Hmm. So let's just let's just roll with the Silent Hill rumors. Okay. Uh, okay, so let's start with Robbie's. Will a new Silent Hill game be revealed? Come my little eight ball friend. New Silent Hill revealed. Signs point to yes. Okay. Will the developer be Bloober? Will it be made by Bloober team? Without a doubt. Okay. You're, cool. are, you, are you thinking of the medium? Hmm? Their previous game? No, sorry. This wasn't a Bloober team. It was mm. another It was another team. I, I, yeah, I'll, I'll try to find it. But anyway. Let's let's see here. What else? We, what other shenanigans do we have here, Andrea? We have. Ooh, well, we well, hmm, I guess we're gonna talk about at Jeff Keeley's showcase. We can talk about God of War. We can talk about Horizon DLC. We can talk about The Last of Us factions. That's fair. I definitely think that. Do we think? What else do we think though? Before we move on, if is mm -hmm. there anything else third party? Do you think we're gonna see at State of Play? Oh, at State of Play. Mm, mm. Probably something from Forspoken. More Forspoken shenaniganry. I honestly don't uh, think we will because they just announced yeah. that the game is delayed. Oh, well, then never mind. Well, no I mean, wait. It was delayed like a couple months. Let me look. Because it's been delayed twice now, I think. Um. Oh, wait. Forspoken possibly getting delayed once more. Except oh, that that there was a roster leak for the state of play, and it does allegedly feature Forspoken and Resident okay. Evil. Okay, is it one of those rosters that was circulating Twitter, like off the from an iPhone picture? And there's like fifteen of those things going around. Yeah, is it real? Is it fake? Who could say? There's been these leaks before, and they're completely bogus. It's like so hard to know, like when the leaks are worth getting yeah. excited about and when they're not um but i just you know i guess i just thought maybe they would wait again to show off forespoken because they showed a, a good chunk of it the last time we saw it I'm, it kind of feels to me like unless you're ready and really firm on your release date that i would just i would just stay quiet on this game. So yeah, they bumped it to October, October 11th, 2022. Mm -hmm. So, okay. but it is a PS5 console exclusive, but that's, but still third party. Cause it's being, you know, of course made by square. So sure. Sure. Um, it's possible. So do you want to do, have you seen this leak for the state of play? How other games that are in it? No, I saw a whole bunch of them and I just wrote them off automatically. Just being fake. But well, if you feel like there's some I definitely think that the Street Fighter 6 trailer could be something that we see. It's a Capcom game. Um, obviously, Street Fighter 5 was exclusive to PlayStation 4, so it would make sense that they're doing another partnership with Sony. Now, there is no word that it's going to be exclusive this time. In fact, I would hope that it's not um, mm -hmm. exclusive, but it would be a good place for them to show a trailer for Street Fighter 6. Um, knowing that we've gotten a trailer for Avatar, we could potentially be getting a new Frontiers of Pandora because that is, you know, an announced um, VR game. 
So mm. we could be potentially getting VR because we know that there's going to be PSVR stuff featured in the state of play. Um, and it looks like, you know, we might also be getting Little Devil Inside, Project oh. Eve, Stray. And okay. then it says yeah. uh, Resident Evil 4 teaser hey. and hey. Resident Evil Village Last Hope updates. Oh, hey. And then Call of hey. Duty Modern Warfare 2 PlayStation PlayStation VR. So that to me would indicate this is the end of the cycle of Activision and Call of Duty's exclusivity with PlayStation and that after 2022 it's over would be my yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of those games make sense. Like Stray, I forgot. Stray, it looks really cute. I do want to see more from that. And Little Devil Inside. Now that's the one with a really fun art style, right? That I'm yes. really excited. Okay, Let me yeah. pull it up for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, while she's doing that, I found out what I was talking about earlier. Blue, Blue Box Game Studios. Um, and the game was called Abandon, which is kind of ironic. Uh, but there's actually an article that just came out called Blue Box Game Studios Head Accused of Fraudulent Silent Hill Leaks. Don't know. Mm. Some drama there. Drama I don't really want to unpack right now. But that was the studio that I was talking about earlier. Okay, here's a little devil inside. Look how fucking cute this game looks. Yeah, it like it looks like terrifyingly cute though, right? So it's like they have. Oh these, yeah, yeah, yeah. The art style here is like nice and tranquil with the trees and the lake, and then like you see the characters up close, and they're like all terrifying looking. So this is an action adventure game developed and published by NeoStream Interactive. Oh, I guess that has a co-op. I didn't know that, but it says the game's single-player and cooperative multiplayer modes both follow the professional and personal lives of explorers searching for monsters and supernatural events in its 19th-century-inspired world. Coming to PS4 and PS5, followed by Switch and Xbox One later. Yeah, like I, you know, for some reason, I know it's not going to be anything like this. I'm getting like these weird Metopia vibes, and I don't know why, because I don't think this game is going to be anything like Metopia. But I think like the exploration and just like hanging out with the cute little characters. Maybe I just need to play Metopia. Yeah, this game is nothing like Metopia, but that's fine. Maybe it's the art style. I think that I think it's the big, wide, scary, vacant eyes. I think that's what it is. Like all the me's have. Yeah, I. Then that's what I was saying is that their eyes look really weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it takes place across multiple locations with different environments, and they're connected by a map, of course. Yeah, I mean, I think it just looks, I don't know. I'm into it. It looks weird enough that I want to try it. Yeah, I think that this is definitely right up your alley, and I can't wait to hear all about you and Jason playing this game co-op. Yeah. There's survival elements, too. Um, some other games that I think we might see quickly before I know we want to uh, touch on some of these first-party games that we might see at the um, Summer Game Fest stream is I think that it would be great to see a little bit more from Gotham Knights. Now, that could also yeah. happen at the Xbox Showcase because it is a Warner Brothers or WB Games you know, title. So they are, as of right now, kind of platform agnostic. It's announced for both platforms. So we could see it at Xbox or we could see it at PlayStation. I would just like to see more of it. We got a little tease of it um, during, you know, the DC event that happened at that long ago. And I think off the news that we just talked about with the Lord of the Rings with, with Gollum, we might finally see some more of that game since they do have, you know, special features announced for PlayStation. Now, I know that Hogwarts Legacy is getting kicked around, but considering that we got such a deep dive, like single state of play on Hogwarts Legacy, I don't know why they would show that game again after yeah. just showing such an extensive look at it. So I don't think that we'll see that one. So 8-Ball, to ask you a question here, 
Will we see more gameplay for Gotham Knights at the state of play? It is certain. Ooh. Okay. Now you're feeling hot and bothered. Maybe we ask it about Resident Evil 4 Remake again. Sure. Okay. Is it happening? You little bastard. Eight ball. Will we see Resident Evil 4 Remake or anything about Resident Evil 4 at the state of play? Outlook good. Okay. There we go. Now we're on good terms. You and me, little eight ball friend. Uh, we do have a question here real quick from Sly Cooper. Uh, from Sly Cooper. From Parker Aiden. <laughs> Will a new Sly Cooper game finally be announced? Are any of the rumors true? And there are some rumors going around that could be announced during a PlayStation Showcase event. But this is for September 2022. The You know, that's another rumor I've been seeing going around that we haven't really touched on. That apparently there is the showcase going on in September. But that's four months, three months from now. Too far away. Well, let's just throw a bone to Parker. So Magic 8-Ball Profit Friend, now that you are my friend again, um, will we see anything about Sly Cooper? Mm. Sly Cooper, 8-Ball? Very doubtful. Okay. Well, sorry, Parker. Now you know how I feel. Wah, 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 wah. Wah. Sorry. Sorry. Maybe the 8-Ball's wrong. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Who could say? <laughs> Who could say, indeed? <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk a, a little bit quickly about some of these first-party titles. So as we mentioned, there's the State of Play happening this week, which will be live before the, po- before the podcast releases. And then we have the, um, the live stream for Summer Game Fest next week, which I think we'll probably see something from Sony first-party there. But mm-hmm. I don't think we're gonna get like a big, like blowout bonanza. I think it'll be like you know, one game, blowout, one announcement, one thing. That's it, right? Yeah, sure. Of the things sure. that are in play, mm-hmm. I have my feeling about what we're gonna hear about. But Brittany, I want to hear yours and see if we're aligned. Ooh, you want to see if we're aligned? Okay, well, shit. At this point, I mean, I feel like we just got a confirmation that God of War... Didn't Corey... I haven't seen the message, but Corey Barlog just put something out. They talked about God of War. And since the internet hasn't been losing its mind, I'm assuming that means that it's still on track for a 2022 release date, which is lovely and great. Um, I have a feeling we're going to see some Horizon Forbidden West DLC. I feel like that's something you would start talking about right now. Obviously, Horizon... um, Zero Dawn. I almost called it Forbidden Dawn. Man. Uh, Got a nice little... Nice little patch of DLC later post-release. Uh, I still have not finished Forbidden West, so that kind of reminds me that I need to. Um, but my my like hopes and dreams, Andrea, would be something new in the Uncharted series. I have I recently replayed Uncharted Four, and I watched Jason also play it again, and I just forgot how fun those games were. You know, I mean, I always like knew remembered. Obviously, they make you feel warm and fuzzy, right? Yeah. Um, but they're just something, they're just so unique. And obviously like the writing has a lot to do with that. And sure. Like there's, you know, some complaints to be said about the gameplay and just like how the enemies pop their head out, put it back in and sure. Nathan Drake is a murderer whatever. Uh, but I think it would be really cool to see something new that follows his daughter or just something new, maybe even Chloe. Like, I don't care at this point. I just, I'm craving a game like that. And they just make you feel good. They're fun. It's kind of like the cheesy action flicks that, you know, you go to the movie to sit down and watch with your popcorn and you know you're going to have a good time. You know you're going to laugh and you're going to be entertained. 
So I would love. So what's your question? My question, Andrew. Uh, my prediction is different, by the way. Okay, good. Um, I'm going to say my question. Well, I guess I have two. One is, are we going to get Horizon Forbidden West DLC? That is not a yes or no it. question. Are we going to get an announcement of Horizon Forbidden West DLC? Excuse me. <laughs> Prophet 8-Ball, will we get an announcement of Forbidden West DLC? My reply is no. Well, fuck off. Okay, my second one is, are we going to see, are we going to get a new Uncharted announcement? Will we get, I definitely think this is no. Will we get an announcement about a new Uncharted game? Ask again later. <laughs> oh, f okay, I'm done. Ask it your questions. Uh, so I Fun think of all speech. the first party stuff happening, I think the thing that we're going to get is an update on God of War. Now, the reason why I think that is because there's a, been a couple of things over the last few weeks that have maybe intimated that they're getting ready to show more of the game slash confirm the release date maybe open pre-orders, show off maybe like a collector's edition, et cetera, et cetera, right? So it's June. Mm -hmm. um, we have, you know, less than now six months to the end of the year. Um, Sony traditionally doesn't release games in December. They've now been releasing their biggest games in the summer, which is interesting. Um, I don't think we're going to get God of War like before the end of the summer, but I think maybe September, October feel like better windows than maybe November would. So I think we're probably going to get like a definitive release date. Yeah. And I say this because it, the game was recently rated in Korea. So there was like a, a news blurb that came out that said the game had been uh, given a rating there, which means the game is probably mostly finished and they're just doing polish. And also there was a leak recently from a website that showed some merchandise from God of War Ragnarok that's releasing later this year. Now, could they just be releasing some licensed merchandise ahead of launch? Mm -hmm. Yes. Is that likely? Probably not. It's probably really releasing alongside launch. And so I think somebody just made an oopsie. So <laughs> the question I have for the Magic 8-Ball is, will we get a September release date for God of War Ragnarok? At the Summer Game Fest stream. Most likely. Oh, right. Not with you. I think God of War at this is, is a no-brainer. Absolutely. Got to see our Kratos daddy. And then the discourse yeah. will begin. I Elden think, Ring, I think you're going to get your Horizon Forbidden West DLC announcement. Honestly, much later in the year. I would guess that it would be closer to holiday maybe at the showcase playstation showcase if they do one in the fall mm. because then we'll probably get like a game of the year edition that would in include wow. the dlc and would be discounted or would be the same price but would include the dlc and maybe would include some additional upgrades um for the game maybe some you know razzle dazzle tech enhancements whatnot um, because it'll be a good way for them to bump sales for that title later in the year during the holiday window. Yeah. You know, as long as we get it. Actually, no, you can hold off. I hope you're right, though, because I still have, like I said, I still have not finished that game. So please take your sweet ass time. <laughs> please do. You know, what we had, well, we didn't talk about Final Fantasy VII Part Two, but I feel like that's something that happens in 
Well, see here. I think that that's a showcase thing. I think, I that's, think that's a showcase. I don't yeah. think we're going to see that this summer. I think that that's going to be kicked to the fall at the earliest. Okay. Though, uh, though I would love to see it. I really would love to see it at the PlayStation State of Play. I like, I'm not holding my breath. Third party. Who could say? All right. Let's see what other questions we got. Oh, sorry. Excess oddities. Will we get a DLC announcement for Horizon Forbidden West? Um, you know, we haven't officially. No, we did ask that. And the reply was no. Sorry. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. My reply is no. I, I truly think an announcement of that caliber would be at a showcase, not a state of play. Okay. Well, there you have it. What else we got here? God, I mean, well, there's the new infamous rumors that have been going around. That could be something fun to ask the eight ball. Is Insomniac working on some shit? I mean, well, Infamous is Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch, you're right. So we haven't really heard anything from Sucker Punch after they put the Ghost of Tsushima director's cut out last year. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's time for us to get a return to Infamous. I do think that, you know, my gut tells me that they would take a little bit of a bigger break before announcing their next big title. But if it's just a teaser, it's possible. I think we need to ask the prophet. All right, prophet. Is yeah. Sucker Punch ready to announce? Okay, don't ask that. Ask the question you want to a- the answer to. Will Sucker Punch announce <laughs> the next game they are working on this summer? It is certain. Okay, that would be fucking awesome. Is it that game in the infamous franchise? Better not tell you now. Oh, of course not. Cop out. Better not. Yeah, it's so it's kind of funny right now doing the show because we have the showcase. Sorry, the the say the play this week. We have Jeff Keighley's thing next week, and then we have this rumored conference at the end of September ish. So it's like, what? Who? Which? Which do we believe? Do we believe? Well, we also have Gamescom too, right? Don't forget Gamescom. Yeah, like there's a lot. So there's a lot happening. So I think there's a lot of potential for all this shit to manifest, which would be a lovely, lovely summer. I feel like the past few years of summer and games have just been really kind of all over the place. Yes. Huh. Well, looking and I'm like, well, what else? We have Ghost of Tsushima. I don't know what's the latest with that one. It's done. It's they all put, done? They put out DLC. It's done. That's my, that's my thought. Like the game, okay. th- they're done working on it. It's, it is what it is. Like buy it. It's great. It's a wonderful game. It's a beautiful game. Just ride your horsey around and talk to little foxes and enjoy taking <laughs> lots of pictures in photo mode. It's a great game. Yeah. So I remember we were talking about, let me see if I can find job listings. Sucker Punch Productions might be developing Ghost 2 or whatever. That's so far away, though. That would not be anything near this summer. Okay. No. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. So I think that probably wraps it up for us for Uh PlayStation. The last thing that I want to talk about would be Ubisoft. So Ubisoft is kind of a wild card. They've been doing their own thing for the last couple of years. And they have done, obviously, some partner moments as well. I anticipate us seeing some games from Ubisoft both at the Xbox Showcase and potentially at State of Play. But I really think that Ubisoft is, or not State of Play, excuse me, at the the Summer Game Fest live stream, I think that Ubisoft is probably going to plan their own thing as well. Now, they haven't announced that, but they did it in the middle of the summer last year. So we might get it once again, like at some point before Gamescom. 
But I think that there's a lot of games that are kind of up in the air with Ubisoft that we are hoping to get some updates on. You know, we've talked about a little bit over the past couple of weeks what's going on with Beyond Good and Evil 2, what's happening with Skull and Bones. Mm -hmm. You know, we already talked about Rabbids. I I definitely think Nintendo's going to mention that in one of their directs. But um, we know that they're taking a little breather from Assassin's Creed, so we're not going to get one of those this year. But they're still going strong on some of their other titles like Rainbow Six Siege, Rainbow Six Extraction, uh, For Honor. And, you know, I just feel like they have a lot of Iron's in the fire right now. And, of course, they have their game that they announced with Massive um, and Disney and Lucasfilm, uh, the Star Wars game that Massive is working on. Are we going to get a look at that at some point? It feels like that game's pretty far away. So I don't know. I don't even kind of know where to begin when it comes to Ubisoft. I think we take Gabe's question, which I think is what a lot of us are wondering. Will we see Beyond Good and Evil 2 in any capacity? Yes, I love that question, Gabe. I love that question for us. I love that the prophet is going to give us some hope about Beyond Good and Evil 2 finally getting a look at true gameplay for Beyond Good and Evil 2. Concentrate and ask again. It is certain. Okay. It's happening. I don't know. Is is it happening? Probably not. Probably not. But, like, you know what? You know what I asked? I wanted some hope, and it gave me me some hope. (laughs) So, like, there we go. Mm, you know, I, just the Ubisoft lineup currently just doesn't really do anything for me. And that's why I'm just kind of like, yeah, what's going to happen is going to happen. I mean, I know the rumor of what's the new Assassin's Creed, the, the live, the not that it's not a rumor. It's been confirmed. It's the thing where they're going to, it's like a live service game, right? I don't know if we're going to see anything from that now, this year. Wait, which Probably. one are you talking about? Assassin's Creed. Let me find it. Live. What is it? Let me find it. Okay. I'll you look that up. Um. Some of the other things that I think we could potentially see from a Ubisoft forward event that is hopefully going to happen sometime in the next couple of months over the summer. Um, Avatar Frontiers is a game oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's also, you know, we haven't um, gotten to see a ton of. We got we did get a gameplay trailer not that long ago, but I feel like I still want to know more about how that game is going to play. And then we recently talked about the studio shift for the Prince of Persia remake so it's like well with the kind of turmoil that's happening around that I don't know if we're gonna see anything of that this year they might just kick that can down the road a little bit which to me would make sense so like if you're switching devs it means it needs a delay so don't show anything don't get people excited Mm -hmm. um Assassin's Creed as I mentioned is you know, kind of on pause, but will we get an announcement about what's happening? Maybe, so potentially. I was thinking of Assassin's Creed Infinity. Okay. Yeah, that was up. It was confirmed, talked about. I mean, I don't follow this franchise, so sorry if there's newer information, but here's a blog post July 7th, 2021, titled An Update on Assassin's Creed Infinity and the Future of the Franchise. And so I'd have to do a little bit more digging to know if it's been actually confirmed if this is a live service game or not. I know, I I believe I have read that you will still need to pay for this, so it's not like it's going to be a free game. But um, yeah, so that's what I was talking about. So maybe we get something on Assassin's Creed Infinity. Yeah, it feels to me that they're transitioning that franchise to be more like Destiny in the sense that they're going to do big campaign drops from time to time, and then they'll do tiny, smaller events ongoing which is really what they set up with Assassin's Creed Valhalla where we got a couple right. really big expansions for that game and then we got these little 
timed events to go with seasonal things to kind of keep people coming back to the game and to keep grinding. And it seemed like that was really successful for them. It was a lot of content for me to play after spending like 150 hours just in the main campaign of that game. I would <laughs> like to see them scale back the main campaign if they're going to do a lot of live service stuff because I just kind of ran out of gas, quite honestly. Yeah. And which is a bummer because a lot of the stuff that they did expansion wise looked really cool. And I absolutely wanted to spend more time in that world, but it just, I was just like, I just cannot go do more of the same stuff. Even if it's in a different, beautiful environment, I'm like, I just need, I need a break um, <laughs> from, from Avor. <laughs> but we have heard rumors about Splinter Cell happening, oh. a remake, not a new one, but, potentially a remake of Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell, which we have not heard anything about for a long time. And maybe this is the year. Prophet 8-Ball, is this the year that we finally get new information about what's going on with Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell video game franchise? Oh my gosh. Come on, 8-Ball. You got it in you. I believe you. You may rely on it. Okay, because we know there's a remake happening. So are you, like, wanting to know, are we getting new info on the remake? Yes. Is that kind of – got it. I apologize oh. for not being clear. No, you don't have to apologize to me, baby. I love you unconditionally. Okay, cool. Thank you. Yeah. All right, so Ubisoft. All right, Magic 8-Ball. Don't let us down. We will get info on these. Yes. And I want you to know, 8-Ball and friends listening, we hold this 8-Ball reliable. And so at the end of the summer, I'll go through here and I'll tally up all of the questions that the 8-Ball got right or wrong. And who cares if our questions were the wrong questions to ask? It doesn't matter. It all falls on the 8-Ball. just want to make that very clear from the beginning. <laughs> cool. We're clear? Good. Indeed. Indeed. Oh, man. I feel like there's still so many more things that we could go over, but we just can't yeah. do every single prediction. This is the trouble when there's no longer an E3 week and everything's <laughs> spread out. It's hard to know kind of who's going to be doing announcements when and what kind of announcements we can truly yeah. predict. But I think the one thing we can agree on, Brittany, is that there is no shortage of amazing video games to play and to be excited about right now. I saw Alana's tweet, and I saw you retweeted it. Even if no other games got released or announced till the end of time i would be obviously upset but at the same time i'd be like okay cool i have enough to last me the rest of my so while i'm incredibly excited andrew for all of these i mean potential games and their releases and to see more because i mean there's some really fun stuff here i'm also like oh god realistically how many of these am i going to be able to play i don't know mm -hmm. but you know it's 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 all good i mean this is all exciting stuff and uh it is all it's always an exciting time of year and Last E3-ish, e, not E3, last whatever the fuck you want to call it, which is a big fat blur, and I don't remember a lot of it because, as you had mentioned earlier, we were uh, dealing with our newborns at that time. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping to be a little bit more present this year and try to be a little bit more involved. But, you know, we'll just do our best. We oh, will indeed. Well, this has been fun. We will um, tally up these questions. So if you guys want to play along with the eight ball and predictions, we'll let you know. And hopefully Brittany and I will be able to do a couple live watch alongs with you guys once we get a, a little bit more details about how the schedule for some of these events are going to unfold. So please keep an eye on our What's Good underscore games Twitter account. Be sure to follow at Blonde Nerd and at Andrea Renee on Twitter as well because some of these updates are going to come in, come in hot. 
and we would love to hear you guys to be a part of it. So thanks so much for hanging out with us, and we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody.